Hello, my name is Paul Harvey and I am a midlife coach and you are listening to a life, passion and business shortcast. Now over the last few years I have spoken to hundreds of people and I've discovered that our story is everything because what we do, feel or experience is based on the stories that we tell ourselves. This shortcast is a bite-sized episode to explore the ingredients of a good life. We bring out the thoughts, tips and tools so you can try them on for size. So let's explore and see what is possible. Hello and welcome to A Reflection. Thoughts and beliefs, or beliefs and thoughts. What comes first? Well, that will be thought, obviously. It has to come first for one to believe it. But the question is, how do we get to believe it? And is belief important? We have thousands of thoughts every single day, and many of them just pass through our mind without any connection or associated feeling. Most of the work I do with people is around this idea of mindfulness or being conscious of things that are passing through our minds and being the observer. And when I do this for myself, it's surprising what passes through from time to time. Now, we've spoken on this team many times on this subject, particularly around this idea of how we perceive ourselves and how we value ourselves around and those around us. Because unless I value myself and hold myself in high esteem, I will always sell myself short. And in some way, that's tangible proof that thought and belief are interconnected. I have to believe the thought to make it real. And hence, when I sell myself short, I am believing that thought and I'm making it real. You know, many years ago, I was involved in quite a lot of acting training. And one of the courses I did... Um, had lots of theatre games in the course. And one of the things, there was a demonstration, a practical exercise, and it was called the power game. And we were paired up, and we were asked to stand facing each other and making an arch with our hands, and arms and hands. You know, a bit like that children's game where people pass through underneath it. We're told to lean into each other and just support each other leaning forward. Um, and I think it's a bit like one of the Scottish dances, isn't it? One of the Scottish dances, they do one of those sort of things. Anyway, we were told to push each other and the men were instructed not to push the ladies over. And it became pretty clear that the bigger men had the advantage. So the leader then instructed those who were losing to shout out loud, they are strong, we are strong, we are invincible, we are strong. And it genuinely made a difference the amount of power they could bring to this exercise. The other partners were told to... to, were then consequently told to shout, I am weak, I can't hold this, I can't do this. Now, of course, it was almost an instruction, a psychosomatic instruction, instruction because all of the big guys got pushed over, you know, pushed around or pushed over. But even if it was just an instruction, we all took it on. All of the guys in the room got pushed over. It was a fun game or experiment, but it proved the point. When we said this stuff out loud, it became real for us. I have to say, if you ever get a chance to take part in an acting workshop where there are playing theatre games, I suggest you go for it, because it really is so much fun playing these games. Lots of them are extensions of children's games, and I probably haven't played them in over 30 years, but they are a lot of fun and they bring out a lot of joy. But my point is that when we say words... To ourselves, they have power over us. When we say negative things about ourselves, we are giving ourselves that instruction. When we say positive things about ourselves, we're giving ourselves that instruction. 
You know, try it out for yourself. See if there's something that looks difficult. Say it will be easy and see how easy it is afterwards. Now, you've got to say it with meaning. You've got to make it happen. But give it a try. See what happens. But let's take this concept forward into bigger things. As you may have heard at the beginning of this program, or you may have heard on other podcasts, the money experiment, the opportunity to join that experiment is coming to an end. But the whole process around this experiment, over the last four weeks, we've been exploring my thoughts around money. And I've learned all sorts of things about my relationship with money. Most of it, if not all of it, is about belief and the limits of my thinking. It's about how I think about money and my ability of allowing myself to have it. It's funny, a couple of friends of mine who are on the same on the same course, exploring the idea of making a statement of when they would have their million dollars. Setting a date and just making a statement publicly. And that is very difficult, to be honest. I, I haven't made my public statement on this one. I don't even know how to get my head around the words. Well, we'll give it a try. By January 2024, I will have one million dollars. There it is, I said it. The question is, it was easy to say, but is it easy to believe? Because in reality, I don't believe that. Now, I can handle some way towards it, but believing a million dollars? And here's the problem. Unless I believe it, it will never happen. Unless we believe anything that we want is possible, then it will never happen. And that's the point, really. It's about stretching our belief, pulling ourselves in a direction to get there. So the main takeaway from this conversation today is whatever it is you want to happen in your life, you've got to believe it. Money, love, health, fitness are all connected to how we see ourselves and what we believe is true or could be true. In 1961, John Kennedy made the statement that the US would land men on the moon before the decade was out. Now, there were political reasons for that race, but the point is those young people at NASA, whose average age was about 25 at the time, those young men and women, actually it was probably mainly men, life in those times, um, believed it was possible and did everything to make it happen. The commitment the country made was enormous, huge, expensive action. But it would not have happened unless they believed it was possible. And that is what makes it takes to get things done. It takes commitment of some form. It takes a belief that it is possible and actions based on that belief to make it happen. So what is it that you want to achieve this year? Do you believe you can achieve it? Are you committing to it? It's interesting. One of the things that I'm, I'm aware from my coaching of people and also discovering on this money program is there are several ways of achieving things. There's the easy way and there is a hard way. And the harder way is about the push, the shove, the grind. If we believe it's important or something's hard and it will take grind to get it done, then that's what you will get. It will be a grind to get it done. Getting to the target will not be easy. That's the point. The, the point is we have to develop the idea, the belief that somehow moving towards this target with ease and without crunch is possible. 
My sense on this on some ways is the universe gives us what we want on some level. If we believe it's going to be hard, then it will be. It will be difficult. We get what we believe in. The challenge for all of us is to map out what we want, believe we can have it, then take actions to move us towards it without the need to crunch ourselves in the process. Now, those actions will involve smart goals. They will involve accountability. They will involve all sorts of things required to make the thing happen. But the key to remember here is that bashing our head against the wall for something is not the solution to the problem. We need to find a way around the wall or through the wall. So leaving you with that point, I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. If you would like to work on your goals or achievements this year, and you're welcome to reach out to me, there are uh, focus coaching on the website and there's also general coaching. You can always find those at the links in the show notes. Okay, as I've already pointed out in this on this program, the money experiment window of accessing that experiment is coming to an end. It's closing on Wednesday. Um, so you can join in that experiment where you get access to all of the materials. You get a book, um, loads of videos and other materials to help you explore your money story. There's a Facebook group and you know, regular interaction. It's really, really worth it. And at $25, it's an absolute bargain. So do check it out. You can find the links in the show notes. There's also a couple of podcasts about it. Moneybag is one of them and Thought and Belief. Oh, no, not Thought and Belief. That's this one. Uh, the links will be in the show notes so you can find it there. Anyway, as always, thank you so much for being on this journey with me. If you've enjoyed this podcast, if you've enjoyed any podcast, you make sure that you like and share it or better still, recommend it to a friend because that's how people like yourself find good podcasts. Anyway, as always, thank you so much for your time and attention. I will catch you next time. All the best.